Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. New week, new episode of the Influencer Podcast. And I'm fired up today because we are talking about one of my favorite things to talk about. Well, a few of my favorite things to talk about. Getting paid, pitching, brand deals. And then I get to do that with Cassie May Love, who is a phenomenal influencer. Her niche is in the curly hair space. And I met Cassie when she joined my program, Pitch It Perfect. And I really wanted you guys to meet Cassie because her story, I think, is not only really cool, but I think it's one that you will be able to relate to, especially if you are someone who is wanting to get paid to work with your favorite brands. If that is you, then this is the episode for you. Cassie was able to pitch and land a brand deal that turned into a major print ad collaboration with Ulta. And that is actually how... I initially talked to her about doing this podcast episode because I was on Instagram and she tagged me in the photo. And I was like, holy crap, like you are like your beautiful face is splashed all over Ulta. How freaking cool is that? And she pitched that. And so I wanted her to come on the podcast and talk to you guys about how she did just that. So Cassie shares about her struggles when she was first starting out and then how learning new tools and really kind of overcoming that fear of hearing no, it actually is what got her the Ulta deal. And so she dives into how that happened today. She shares her tips on how to find contacts. And from her perspective, what she thinks is the key for getting those paid collaborations for more longer-term partnerships. She's been able to do this as a micro-influencer with less than 20,000 followers. And I know that for some of you who may not even have 1,000 followers, that sounds like a lot. But in this space of influencer marketing, to be able to do what she's been able to do with less than 20,000 followers is phenomenal. And the reason why she's been able to do it is because she knows the importance of building relationships. And she walks through how she's been able to build relationships with brands and why that kind of just makes her follower number obsolete at that point, because her relationships with the brands are so strong that they freaking love working with her. And so they keep coming back time and time again. So if you want this to happen in your brand and your life too, then let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, business coach and brand expert. I invite you to join millions of our other listeners in building a brand that is influential, loved by the masses, and worth millions. The Influencer Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, and scale the brand and business of your wildest dreams. Discover why people all over the world call the Influencer Podcast their go-to for all things branding, influence, and marketing. That's what you want to get your hands on, right? Hi, Cassie. It's so good to have you with us today. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. So I wanted to have you on um, because recently I saw that you posted about this amazing um, deal that you got to do with Ulta. And it was so awesome because you were in the store and you were like standing beside your picture and you're smiling and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And so I think that your story and your journey of where you started to where you are now is something that could be not only really inspiring for a lot of our listeners who, you know, maybe they are bloggers or influencers or content creators, or they have a desire to work with brands and to partner with brands at a really bigger level and how you were able to do that. 
um, I think is really cool. And so I'm excited to hear a little bit about um, your your journey and your story. And if you will kind of just share with us how you got started into this whole world of branding and influencer marketing and partnerships. Mm-hmm. Well, um, like I feel like a lot of people start, you kind of just fall into it a little bit. Like um, at the beginning I started So I'm part of like the natural hair community um, and I post about my curly hair care and it started out where I would post kind of like a lot of people start a curly Instagram just to kind of keep track of their progress of how their hair is looking. And as I started continuing posting and my hair started to improve, I got more people following me, more people asking for tips. um, And I actually... Like, it's interesting because it's kind of the theme of my whole career is just putting myself out there. Like, the first, this was one of the big catapults of my page was um, there was a local curly hair salon in my hometown, San Diego, that was doing, they were doing a model call. And I was like, oh, I, I'll just apply for it. It might be like they're just cutting somebody's hair, you know? And it ended up being like a photo shoot. And it was like a huge thing for her page. And she's like a bigger name in the hair industry. So doing that really like opened up a lot of doors for me. And then um, ended up moving to Omaha from San Diego about, it's crazy. It feels like it was a year ago, but it was two years ago because last year just... (laughs) That was so crazy. Um, but I moved here to Omaha and I was a teacher for a little while. And I had this, you know, little side gig where I was making like maybe like $200 a month. And I was like, you know what? I know that this is like my like big girl teacher job, but I just don't want to do it anymore. So I quit that job and started nannying. So I had more time to focus on hair and creating online. And then through, I had, I think like before I took your class. So the reason I learned about Pitch It Perfect was because of another curly hair creator, uh, Frizz and Frills, Chloe, who's amazing. And um, I can't remember if she had posted about it or if I had talked to her personally about it, but she told me she was like, it was so helpful. I highly recommend it. So I, it took my like, $500 that I had just gotten from like my two brand deals that I had done. And I was like, all right, I'm going to reinvest this and it's going to be awesome. and I'm going to do it. And so um, it helped so much because I really didn't even think about being able to like how to find the right contacts and what to talk to them about, how to get more than just because it I do, I do hair stuff on my page. Pretty much that's all I do is just hair content. So a lot of people are like, let me send you, I'm sending you $500 worth of hair products. And I'm like, that's awesome. But (laughs) so, um, that was a really, that it was really, it's been really helpful for me just to learn like what to ask for, what to look for when working with people and, and just all of that. So, <laughs> well, and kind of walk me through that. And I love the kind of your story, because I think that it's a very relatable one for those who listen to this podcast that 
you know, they have this dream and they have this, this vision of wanting to work with brands and wanting to see their face on, you know, a billboard or on a poster inside an Ulta. And they're wanting that, but they just don't, they don't know where to start. They don't know how to get started. They're, you know, they're afraid of, you know, investing and spending money and spending time and all of those things. And so I love that you kind of walked us through, like you, you had the $500. And so you decided to invest in education which was the program, you talked to someone who you trusted, who said that it worked great for her. And so once you got in there, because it's one thing to, and whether you take, you know, Pitch It Perfect or one of my programs, or you take somebody else's, it's one thing just to invest in a program or pay for a program. It's quite another thing to actually work it and apply it and use it and then get the success that you have seen. So I would love for you to walk us through, how did you take the education that you had and what you learned and actually apply it. So you could, those emails that you used to get that was like, I want to send you $500 worth of hair content that actually turned into money for you. Um, well, so the biggest thing for me was learning, like you would always talk about, like, ask them, ask them first, like, Hey, what's your budget? Like that's the opening. And that's been so helpful because I used to just be like, the first time I ever got paid for a post was, I think I had maybe 800 followers and they just reached out to me and they were like, Hey, they DM'd me. Hey, what would you charge for some, for a post? And I remember being like, uh, I don't know, like $50. (laughs) And I mean, they paid me $50. I had 800 followers. It was great. First time. But then going from there, learning to be like, in uh, who knows if I would have been like, what's your budget? Maybe they would have said $100. So really just knowing like, partially it's like knowing your worth, but then also knowing like you might not even know your worth. Somebody might see so much more in you than you see in yourself. Um, because I know so many times it's like changed so much because now I'll have people that'll like send me this long message and they'll be like, we really want to work with you. And we have a budget of like $50 actually literally got that yesterday from somebody. We want a reel and a story and all this for $50. And I was like, what for $50? I'm like, that's like a lot of work. (laughs) Um, and, and it's just, it's made such a huge difference, um, knowing like, okay, ask for their budget before I even start talking about money, but then also like knowing how to look for contacts. Mm-hmm. That's been the most helpful for me too, because yep. it used to be, you know, you can only get so much through Instagram DMs. Sometimes the person like isn't involved in that at all. The person who runs their Instagram or like, cause For example, for me, the company that I did my Ulta campaign with is Curlsmith. And um, Curlsmith, this is, I'll tell a story about this. I'm sorry. It's like a little story. But um, so when I first started doing my page, I was like, okay, I denied this one campaign because I didn't like their hair product. I felt off about it. It seemed kind of sketchy. And they wanted to pay me $100. And I was like, oh, I'll deny this $100 and I'll apply for this other thing Curlsmith is doing that's $100 and karma will get me that $100. And I ended up not getting it. 
Like, and I was so sad. And I was like, man, I, I'm like, can't even get in with Curl Smith. Like they're not interested in working with me at all. And then I ended up being able to get, um, I ended up just like through the Facebook page, I asked how people were finding contacts and they were like LinkedIn. And I had never used LinkedIn before. So I never even thought about it. So then I got on LinkedIn and I found a contact for Curl Smith's social media person. And then me and her started talking, kind of became like, you know, we got a business relationship going and I ended up being able to work with them. And then our our business relationship has just continued to grow. And now I work with them every single month. I do a campaign with them. Um, and then I was also able to do the Ulta campaign with them. So it's just like, and, and that was that just uh, the group, the Facebook group is so helpful. Yeah. I mean, I think putting yourself in community and, and that's, that's the one thing that I think people don't realize is that, you know, there's things that like you can kind of figure out by listening to podcast episodes like this, or like, you know, kind of seeing what other people do, or, you know, maybe you go down a rabbit hole of what, like, you know, this content creator has worked with all these brands. So I'm going to go and like, try to find contacts to these brands and reach out to them. But what we share in our community is really detailed, like personal information about the ins and outs of what it's like to work with the brand and the ins and outs of what, you know, a partnership was and, you know, how much did you get paid and what was, did you enjoy working with the brand and, you know, what were the asks? And then you're really able to build this trust with this community to really have that support on. And that's what I love about it too. And, you know, another thing that you were saying that, you know, I feel like, what I saw from you as well was this confidence that kind of came out that once you kind of had some tools in your tool belt, you had the confidence to reach out on LinkedIn or to send that email or to, you know, ask for what you wanted in terms of monetary gain. And I think that you now being, you know, you walking into an Ulta store and you seeing your face there is the reward for you having the confidence to really go after what you wanted, to learn the tools that you needed to learn, and then also to put yourself in a community of people that are going to support you in getting there. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow, you need to scale, you need a marketing strategy, you need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on so you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff, and it's called This Is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. 
Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. And so now that this has happened, what has changed for you? Like what has changed in the way that you approach content and the way that you approach brands? Have people recognized you and been like, hey, did I see you in Ulta? Like what has changed for your for your brand? Um, I actually have a lot of people who I went to high school with reach out to me and be like, I was at Ulta and I saw a picture and I was like, wait a minute, that's you. And <laughs> um, yeah, so that was really cool. And yeah, that is like the biggest thing um, my biggest thing in life that I've learned through doing all of this is just ask, even if someone says no, it's really like, it's not that bad. Like they're just saying no. And, you know, like I said, with Curlsmith, they said no to me the first time I wanted to work with them. And, um, I didn't like give up on my relationship with that brand just because they didn't have a spot for me that one time, you know, I kept you know, taking opportunities to work with them and it's really paid off. So that, and then also just like my favorite thing about the ad that I made is I took that picture in my own living room. Like I just put up a backdrop and I took all those pictures in my own living room and like, and then it's, it's able to be in an old ad. So I just think that that's so cool. I don't know if like, you know, this year, so many things have changed because now people you know, so many people are realizing you can do things remotely. Um, so just the fact that I was able to take that picture in my own living room and it's like I styled my hair. It, it wasn't some stylist team that did it. I did my own makeup, all that stuff. And I took that picture in my living room. And so it's just like really cool how, you know, it's like you don't need and I don't have some crazy expensive camera. I mean, I didn't take it with my phone, but like my camera isn't super expensive. It's just like, you don't need all this stuff, like your business relationships and people will see the value in you more than you can even see it in yourself. <laughs> oh, I love that, Cassie. And I love how you're just such an example of what's possible when you go with your gut, you trust the process, even if you're scared, even if you don't have the answers, even if you don't know what the outcome is going to be. And I love showcasing you know, people like you on this podcast that are just women who had a dream and an idea and they didn't give up 
and they figured it out and they got help and they found community and they found support and then the rewards that you get from that. And so I would love to know just for those that may be listening that they want what you have. You know, they see you in Ulta, they see you working with the brands that just light you up. They see you getting paid to do it and they want that so bad for themselves, but they keep kind of getting in their own way. You know, they're not, they're, they're afraid to hear no, they're not asking for help. They're not getting the tools. They're not getting the education. They're not finding community. They're not doing those things. They're just kind of trying to figure it out all on their own. They're getting overwhelmed. They're getting stressed out. They're trying just to copy what everyone else is doing. What would you say to that person who wants it so badly, but can't quite get out of their own way? Um, I would definitely say, yeah, it's just like, you know, I think that part of it comes into like this fear of rejection can can be so scary. And I hate that feeling, you know, when you ask and somebody's like, no, we don't because it just it feels really personal. It's like a very personal industry because when you're doing influencing stuff, it's you like, you know, that's my face, my hair, my all these things, you know, and so it can feel very like, oh, I'm not good enough or somebody else is better. You know, they're going to pick so-and-so over me because they're better. And it is like, it's hard to, to feel those feelings because they suck. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's like for every no, there's like a yes out there too. And understanding that it's like, you know, it is really hard not to take it personally, but sometimes it really is just like somebody had like, something that worked out better or maybe somebody else reached out to them first or all these things and there's always like a future you know companies are always running ads they want a lot of people talking about their stuff I know for a fact you know when you see you will always see it like 20 people are doing an ad for some water bottle on TikTok and you're like, I know everybody's doing that ad right now. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like, they're always looking for more people. So just because they said no to you this time doesn't mean they're going to say no to you every single time. So keep up your relationship with people um, and then ask, even if they're going to say no, like ask, because you never know, maybe they will say yes. And just even like for me with Krill Smith, I told them, I was like, hey, I saw that you guys did and you guys use people's pictures in Ulta. And I think that's really cool. I would love to do that one day. That's something that I would aspire mm. to do. And then I was so surprised because I, I was like, this is a stupid little goal I'm going to have that I'm going to be in Ulta this year. I'm like, I want to be in Ulta this year. And um. I was so surprised because I said that in January and then we started working on the the campaign in like February. Like it was like a month later and they were like, oh yeah, let's like make it happen. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? So, you know, that's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. And well, I mean, there was so much that you just said there just about, you know, not letting the nose get you down, learning from those, asking for what you want, like knowing what you want, asking for what you want so you can get what you want. And I think that that is huge. What is um, a, a tip, a tip that you have learned just from your own experience of pitching, collaborating, partnering with brands, the biggest takeaway or biggest tip that you could offer our listeners right now from your experience? 
Um, so this was something I learned in Pitch It Perfect uh, was researching about who you're pitching to. That's been so helpful. But then also just the biggest help for me and the cause for my consistent relationships with companies is having a personal relationship with the people you're emailing. You know, like, yeah, like, yeah, I remember you saying that in Pitch It Perfect too, is like, they're, they're a person. And so when you talk to them, and it's funny because Curl Smith has had like three different girls that I've talked to, like, because they keep getting promoted. And then there's the new person that's in charge of all of the influencer stuff. And I've been able to build relationships with all three of those girls. So, and it, that's important is just, you know, be personable with who you're talking to. And especially when the person changes, make sure you talk to them more because they're new. So they're not going to think about you as much. Um, so that's my biggest thing is like, talk to them, catch up with them, be personal because it, it is like a personal business. Yeah. You're an influencer. People are listening to you because they like you. And so, you know, with the brands that you work with, keep it pers like personal, but professional at the same time is, uh, is, is just the best way to do it. Oh, those are great takeaways. And I love that you've been able to see the rewards of that in your own experience, because it's true. More than followers and engagement, brands pay influencers that they like to work with that they enjoy working with, that they have a good, strong working relationship with, because the relationship is what allows for the partnership to be a success and for it to bloom and for it to blossom and really having that collaborative experience far more than a follower count or, you know, a 10% engagement rate. So I love that you, that you said that, and it really is about the long game. Like you said, it was, it was, a few years ago that you first had this idea to work with them and you didn't let that stop you. And now cut to now you're working with them in ways that you never even imagined that you would work with them. So I think that that's so awesome. So Cassie, thank you for coming on and just sharing your experience, how you've been able to do this. I really hope that those listening that want to partner with brands and, and want to, to really make this more of a profitable, monetizable thing for themselves can find some inspiration and some support and, and help and what you shared today. So thank you for being with us. Yes, thank you for having me. And you can do it. <laughs> don't don't uh, second guess yourself. You can do it. <laughs> All right, that is it for today. Now, are you ready to make more money and impact? If so, head over to juliesolomon.net slash accelerator to learn more about my coaching program and apply. All right, I'll see you again, same time, same place next week.